Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 3, Episode 15, where we watch Deadliest Catch, Season 13, Episode 2. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Noah Singer. This is James. I'm Harrison Hoffman. Welcome back, Noah. We missed you last week. Thank you. Uh, Before we get to, I guess, does anyone have the description up? I do. Okay. Harrison, give us the description of the show. New blood, old wounds, and rivalries that never die. For some, it's a season of change. For others, a chance to make a name for themselves. But some things remain constant. The perilous icy waters of the Bering Sea and most dangerous job in the world. After a record-breaking, heartbreaking season last year, the Emmy Award-winning Deadliest Catch returns to Discovery for an all-new season. All right. Before we get into the nuances of this show, I want to I want to broach the subject of this is this a reality show or not? I I definitely think this is a reality show. I'm really curious to hear your argument why it isn't a reality show. So the first it's line in the Wikipedia Wikipedia article is documentary. It says it's a documentary. The only real mm. reason we did it was because it's nominated for an Emmy. So we're like for what was it outstanding non-scripted reality show or something yeah yeah uh and to me and the definition that i prefer i don't think i'd include this in reality show i I mean producers didn't set any of this up these people mm. are just doing it they're not like producing any of this they're just putting cameras out there and then making the show like you would a documentary like this is a documentary but so i'm unclear do you define a reality show is is that the producers have to set up drama? I no. The producers can set up situations and then film it like a documentary. But if they're just filming a situation, then that's a documentary. That's so, I don't know. Like, so you're saying if the producers are neutral observers of the whole situation, then it is a documentary. But if they influence the content, then it's a reality show. Yeah, I don't buy it. I'm just saying that. All. I mean, what is your definition of reality show then? Like, why aren't we doing it, more is documentaries? Doc, is like, documentary not a subgenre of reality? I don't know. I'm just like, saying, like, it doesn't get any more real than a documentary. <laughs> so, like, it's real. I'll take a different interpretation. A documentary's intent is to educate. Reality is meant to entertain. That's that's I, an interesting I point of view. That's not always take. the the point of a documentary. Doc, there's definitely many documentaries that are entertaining. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, there, there's, there's, I think like stylistic things about this show that make it feel more like a reality show yeah, but than there's a documentary. I think it's, it's the testimonials. It's the is there testimonials. Is there testimonials? There there's, definitely just, there's, there's definitely testimonials. There's like the dude, the, the face of the captain sitting at the captain's yeah. like, chair. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just going to do that anyway. Like, I don't understand how that's in like, that's what he does. <laughs> they definitely do testimonials on the show 100%. There was many on the show that were also not just of the captain. There wasn't a testimonial booth. Right. Like these guys are working, so it's not like they're like, "Oh, let's go down to the I'm, polished booth." Well, it's there's like, a lot of "Hey, free you got time two seconds on this boat." So I'm sure I'm just like I'm just <laughs> I'm broaching the subject because I don't think I'd qualify this as a reality show. I well like, I, as, like, as you know, I'm not the only like, vote in this this game, but that's just me. Like you, you are you are then just saying that like the the entire category of unstructured reality shows is not are not reality no, no, shows, no. right? Unstructured reality shows is fine, 
as long as the producer set up like what kind of the initial structure. Like last week was an unstructured reality show where they just had comedians in a room, but like the producer set that up, right? Like they didn't go out like, oh, the comedians are going to sit in this room, so we're just going to film them. They were like, oh, we're going to set this thing up, but didn't give anyone lines, didn't like do anything other than just, you know, follow them along, like and set some, like last week was, there was some rule rules involved from the producers, but like they could have been the same thing. That's that, 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 that's where I've drawn the line. It's like where, how much producer involvement is in there in the show? And there really isn't any, there's just like cameramen on a boat and then a narrator, which is definitely nothing that we generally see in a reality show. I mean, like obviously in documentaries, like they have this power too, but like the power is really with the editor who's crafting all the storylines. Like that's, the, that's, the influence in this one yeah I, I mean we don't have to get too nuanced in it i just wanted to bring it up because i think that like it's important for our show but like yeah i mean know, like, I don't, we I don't mean, need a, we don't need a 10 minute I debate mean, on it like if this isn't a reality show then we have to cross a huge set of shows off of our well, list what of other shows are what what shows are we talking about I, that's a real thing that I have the list like in my <laughs> head right now but i'm just saying that like i better go through the list i don't dude, think there's then, a lot of reality shows like a lot this. of them out the definition of a reality show, like per the first thing that popped up on Google, is not like it's super gray area because it, all it states is a television program in which real people are continuously filmed, comma, <laughs> distinguished to be entertaining rather than informative. And like that's where you get gray. You can't say where do you draw the line on what's entertaining. Some people could get off on like being informed. I don't know. The continuously filmed is interesting, right? Yeah. A documentary, they're making no expectation of that. It's they're filming specific points in time to tell that story. But reality TV is expected that it's super heavy editing. Right. It's all the camera's always hot. It's always edited down to craft a story that's entertaining. And this show yeah. does exactly that. So I'm calling BS, Chris. Well, I but mean, it's you an interesting call topic. BS, but I, I'm just like in my mind, I I I don't think it is. I I think those are like two. Tr- two good like trade-offs right is like continuous filming versus not continuous filming then there's entertaining versus informative and i think you can kind of like place things on that there's like a scale like a like an xy kind of chart so certainly documentaries that have continuous filming right there yeah there's gonna be some right Mm -hmm. but the majority don't all right all right we've spent way too much time on this maybe we can give us feedback on what you guys think reality show is (laughs) is it real or not like Maybe we'll revisit the topic. Maybe when Rob's here, he can give me more of a, you know, help me out a little bit in this debate. So, so, There's so no Chris, debating here. What the hell is the show? Uh, uh, the show is a documentary about fishing boats catching fish in the sea, uh, like in the North Pacific, trying to catch crabs. King and crabs. King crabs specifically. Well, it's, it's, it's mostly crabs. No, no. It's, it's mostly crabs. <laughs> Uh, that that's what the show is. Yep. Uh, debatable documentary. Hey guys, let's let let, let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> so but I think we should spend another ten minutes on. It. <laughs> so the show is. I feel like it was really long. It was. It's so long. It's well, a it two, was an hour and a half premiere episode. So we should say that up front. It was an hour and a half premiere. Right. But I feel like not a lot happened. I feel like a lot really? of stuff. Yeah, happened. it was like a shitload. I feel like there's yeah. too many people on this show. I, all right, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know how to. So my th- reasoning is I don't know how to give a brief overview of the show because there's like so many like. I guess you go boat by boat, but I don't Yeah. I'm not sure that we need to go boat by boat yet, but I think that like the general outline of the show is basically like it picks up with all of these captains and crew people on all these boats in this place in Alaska. Dutch Harbor. Dutch Harbor, Alaska, where is that's where all these kind of crab fishing boats go to sort of stage and, you know, crew up and whatever, whatever. So everyone meets up there. Everyone's checking out their boats, getting stuff ready, and then they basically all of them, except for some special cases, which we can talk about later, set out on the Bering Sea for 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 crab season. And like the the overarching like theme of of the season is basically that because of uh, because it has been a record hot year uh, that the early testing on the supply of crabs in in this area has come back pretty poor. So they have closed off some areas. They think that it's just going to be a lot more challenging to catch, to catch crabs this year. And that's kind of basically where we are. And then, and then there's a lot of minutiae we can talk about that's like what happens to all these boats when they're out right. there. But that's kind of like the rough sketch of it. Yeah. And, and that's Good generally the, the fly through like just to give you a, a, a thing of the season. Like I've seen several of these shows, but um, like it'll, it'll generally be like as the first episode, it kind of kicks off. People are getting ready launch the boats and then like as you get through it it like gets into the minutiae of the season how things are going or what their adjustments are game plans then crazy shit will happen i mean like you kind of saw some of the the last time look backs and the look ahead at the season like crazy shit's gonna happen crazy weather like they're in the alaska bering sea like it's insane weather uh thus the name deadliest catch uh and then towards the end of it they'll sort of wrap it up with like hey they have this concept of a quota and basically how many crab they're supposed to catch uh and allowed to catch which is an important fact for this particular season um and then they'll just sort of be judged against like how well they did they'll come back in the dock offload and like figure out and they'll cash out and so what's kind of fun at the end of this is they'll say like oh like the northwestern which is one of the boats got this many pounds of crab that equals this much money here's what the cruise cut is that kind of stuff and so like that's generally the the flow uh the story flow of the seasons so if they go over their quota catch what happens they can't like it's like a legal limit i think that's set on them right well so one thing that's weird so i um they haven't emphasized in other seasons that i've seen in this show this whole quota thing is hard like they usually say okay here's what they're going after um but in previous seasons they've been to like allowed to catch as much as they can and so like when they start like exceeding their quota they're all pumped up because they're like we're just profiting um, and, and it seems like one thing that's different here, and maybe it's because like the the reduced numbers that like the I think the like wildlife and fish people I forget what they're called that organization. No, uh, they like put restrictions on and said like, hey, well, you're only allowed to catch. I think might, that's different for this particular season. It might be that they're like usually give out so much that like usually you can find some extra quota at the end, right? If you've got more than you should have, or you might just have to yeah. pay a penalty on it depending on how over you are. Because, like, basically what it seems like is some organization sets a limit on how much crab can be caught by all the fishermen in the season. Once that number's hit, then no one can fish, then no one can fish anymore. Everybody has to come back in. That's definitely the way it seems. When I've seen this so previously, it didn't seem that way, but for this so, season, sure, that's how it is. Because maybe the quota was so high in previous seasons that, that it didn't get hit by everybody. But, like, basically it seems like the owners of the boats have to bid on their piece of the quota basically so right. i have chris's internet corner oh, for a oh second. nice so in season one of the show apparently there's a whole different system that was more like regular hunting seasons where 
You can catch as much fish as you want. It's just between October 1st and October 14th or whatever, however long it was. And then they switched to the system where each boat gets a quota. Mm. And apparently, they went from a lot of like smaller boats, kind of just like couldn't make any money in this system. But it was it's apparently supposed to be safer. I mean, that's why they tried to do it. That's why they switched. So like mm. not everyone's like out there trying to catch as much fish as possible in such a short amount of time that they just end up killing a bunch of people because they're just trying to make so, so much money. So it's more like a safety thing than like an overfishing thing? Right now, the, that was the reasoning for them to switch over. But okay. I'm sure like there's reasoning for overfishing as well. Like, yeah, that's interesting. That, hmm. that definitely that definitely makes sense and seems to go with like what I've seen of the show. So The, yeah. the direction that I, that I was expecting you to go is that it's like this TV show came on the air and then everyone decided they <laughs> want to go try to catch crab and it was getting overfished and they're like, whoa, we have to, we have to do something here. That's definitely a thing that I have seen on other episodes of the show where like people have legit come on the show and been like, I've been fans of this show. It's been my dream to like be a king crab fisherman. They come on and then they just totally can't do it. Most, most cases. Cause yeah. it's an insanely dangerous and hard job. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't imagine. Like, like what, I feel what would you like do? I you wake do up it, tomorrow, but like, I definitely don't want to. I would definitely right. be like so dead and tired at the end of the first day. So you think you could like, make it a day though? Yeah. I, I mean, have you read that book holes? Yeah. Yeah. This is like the first day you dig like all the first day is going to be the worst. You think it's going to be the worst, but like the end of the second day, you're just going to be even because you're already sore mm. and it, it's just going to start compounding. And eventually I think I, you could get through it. But there's days where it like rains a ton and it's just like it's it's not a pleasant thing to be doing. I feel like some of these boats I'd be better to be on than other boats. <laughs> oh my god. Some of these boats are horribly mismanaged, it seems like. Well that one boat, the the saga. Specifically the saga. The saga managed or captained by Jake. Ca- Jake. Jake. Jake Jittery Jake. Jake Anderson. Tell us a little bit about Captain Jake. Well, Captain Jittery Jake. Uh is kind of like Tweak on South Park. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and how he, in real life Tweak, gr- grown up. Uh, so he's a grown man. Uh, he is a captain of this boat, and he is constantly smoking. Uh, he has a cigarette in his hand, and he just looks like he is stressing all the time just everything it looks like he hasn't slept in months like <laughs> no. he looks he's looking rough all the time yeah he goes to the doctor he doesn't say a word <laughs> the doctor knows what's going on uh he, he looks like his startup just failed like yeah. for like his fourth startup failed, and he's <laughs> like i really need to make money if oh, we had to pick someone who what scurvy looks like, I don't know what the symptoms are. <laughs> I would assume he has scurvy. That's scurvy. Yeah, he probably has scurvy. Uh, so Jake it manages the saga. He's a captain, and they really portrayed the saga as the mismanaged child of all the characters, and the characters being each of the boats. Like each boat seems to have like a personality to it. I mean, definitely. the captains are definitely the main focus of the show. It seems. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if we want to go boat by... We continue this. I think we should just go through Saga, the whole... Yeah. The, There's the only thing. six boats. Yeah, yeah. I think like, we It's should, not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just... Okay. It's going to be easier to remember boat yeah. by boat than to go by, oh, this happened to the other boat. So, like... Yeah, let's go boat by boat. All right. So, I, I, got, I got a good pun. Well... Chris, tell well, us the Saga, the Saga. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Well, they start out... 
this season and they're like he's trying this is saga was trying to get more quota right or was that some well, other boat saga had a really tough season the season before and they were in the hole a bunch and there was like questions about the viability of the captain and stuff like that so eventually the owner ended up getting them some quota but he's like hey if you don't deliver i'll be giving your quota to somebody else yeah and then so all these boats start leaving and saga's like or jake was like where's the crew the crew (laughs) went to a sauna and a junkyard the day everyone was leaving and we're like how do you start out this season this months at sea essentially with these same people without having like a big crew kickoff like everyone happy like how are people pissed off and angry like day like day zero hour negative one seemed like no one really realized when they were supposed to be there to start this giant no, no, no. fishing trip it's definitely on. jake's fault oh yeah but yeah. like jake you gotta like get the crew together like this is not like a time to be angry at your crew either it's just like hey guys and get the, here we gotta go and then the crew showed up and they had no idea what they did wrong they're just like he's like I don't know. I got a cold. I was trying to sweat out the sauna. And the other guys were like, we were at the dump. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they had no idea they were supposed to be leaving. And then Jake's like so pissed. I was just like, you can't be yelling at your crew. Our negative one. I do wonder who hires the crew and what parameters do they have to work through? Like, does Jake hire it or does Herzog, his boss, I think that, hire it? I think that the captain has to approve all crew hires. Like, I think any kind of boat captain situation, if, like, if we the go, captain has yeah. to approve all crew hires. I mean, I feel like that's the thing, right? It's like, you're the captain, they're your crew. I'm unsure because right. he's not paying them. No, no. It's so like, okay. He, it's yeah, like, you got to break down how the finance It's like, work. okay. It's like, it's, it's like in baseball, like... <laughs> The owner of the team owns the team, finances the team, whatever. The manager of it, like the coach, is the one that sets the lineup, decides who plays, whatever, whatever. This is is the same thing. But I, I want, think it's yeah. a little more nuanced. I mean, so if you go by below deck here, <laughs> the captain <laughs> definitely approved all of the people that came on, but she wasn't the one going hunting for these people to like join the sh- like crew. So, I, and I, I I could see the owner. What the owner or the captain kind of could probably either do those jobs depending on the owner, probably. Like the only shred of like benefit of the doubt for Jake is that Herzog did not want to spend money on a good crew. And then Jake had to bring on people that were either inexperienced or like not the best. And he's trying to manage this not great crew. I mean, you could see that. I mean, we don't see a lot of J- of these captains actually doing anything. Like, all we see them is in that like room, like looking down at the people sp- getting boat. Like, I think I, they're actually doing a lot. No, yeah. I'm sure they're, yeah. doing, I'm sure they're doing a lot. <laughs> but they're like, I don't. Know, they're like setting where people are going, when right. to drop things. Like, so to be to be clear, the the captain isn't tasked with being a deckhand and doing manual labor. No, the no, captain no. is to lead the charge and the strategy and get the boat and like but drive if the boat. You're, if you're Jake here in this situation, right, and you have this inexperienced, like not great crew. Oh, he's he's a manager. Like he's a people. He has to be a people manager, people like person. Like he needs sure. to be out there and be like, oh, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. Like, 
So I see Noah Shane said, I actually will g- agree with the to a degree like with Chris if you're on this, which the is other you captains? see things happen, you're it's your ass on the line. And so like if you're a manager or whatever, like when you see something not going right, you gotta step in and correct it and like be that teacher in the moment if it needs to be or what have you. Totally agree there. Like if you're one of the other captains and like you've got like the crew you think's great sure. and you know you're you're paying them reasonable, like fine. Like you've worked with them before, everything worked out well. This dude last year, he didn't do great. You're not really sure how he's got a green guy doing the chum, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. And like, he's just not managing this crew very well at all. Well, well there's a part here that's kind of weird to me, which is there's a, uh, a deck boss which manages all of the crew on the deck, right? So, like, he's the number two in that situation. So, when Jake finds out his crew's not here, why isn't he just going to the deck boss and be like, yo, I told you we're leaving at 9 a.m. Where the hell's the crew? Because the deck and then boss, let him deal with it. The deck boss is one of the guys who wasn't there. That was Dean. He that wasn't was one there. Of the guys, who, no, it, it, there, there were like three or four guys who weren't there. Who's one of the guys who wasn't there? Yeah, you got to fire the deck boss then. Something. Yeah, you have to. Someone's got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm shaking my head because he can't. I don't know what it's called, but he can't leave the cockpit. So the yeah. bridge. Yeah. The so bri- like, yeah. I mean, like, I think part of part of the difficulty in this is that like all their people didn't show up, and there's just, just there's just like fuck it launch the boat we'll prep everything while we're going and like really what you need to do is like whole crew meeting like like the process of how this boat runs and how you put these pods in the water and you're reeling up it's all like a pretty exact thing it's just like okay we're gonna go over how this whole process works and the 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 deck boss is gonna run it and the captain's gonna stand there to look at it and make sure everything's right and they're like everybody got it okay any here questions goes the boat and yeah. then like then is it that's all you gotta do yeah yeah, I mean, what we've seen in this process, as we'll probably go through, is it doesn't seem that complicated. Some of it's hard. Yeah. I think it seems like, complicated and hard. I think that, like, it's a very well-worn, well-defined process that yeah. everybody... All the ships follow the exact same process for how they're fishing, right. basically. It's fishing. Like, it's a learn trait, right? And like, you learn it it's and you hard, pass it down. It's hard work, right. but it's, so, like, a well-defined thing. Yeah. People know how to fish and catch these crab. Like... It's, it's not like you're trying to like, hmm, I'm going to try this new crazy way to do it. It's like, just do these things and then like variables of weather. Right. And other there's shit. no, there's no experiments happening beyond like where to go position yeah. the boat. Uh, but I would say it's still complicated. It's, it's fishing. But yeah, like, it's for hard. Sure. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're coming into it new, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff happening, but there's, yeah. 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 It, it seems like the vibe I get is like, Jake is not super experienced and like, Hasn't really had a great season at all so far, at, like at any previous point. And dude's hurting and has a crappy crew. But that's, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's much so else with Jake. As as the saga goes out into sea, they take a more Western route than normal. So, as some boats, some of them didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so, they go and they drop traps, right? Or drop these cages as. So this whole process is they have these pods. Ca- the pot. ca- pots. They call them pods. They're just cages. Pots or pods? Pots. Tea. Pots. With the T. P-O-T-S. Pots. Put the crab in a pot. Gotta they, put the pot in the water. They put bait in these pots and just dump them into the, the ocean. They go to the bottom. They have like a buoy on top. And then they come back a day or so later and they hook the buoy, which seems really hard. And oh, they yeah. hook it up to this machine that like pulls it up from the bottom and if there's crab in there, that's great. It's crab, not crab, not great. So the Jake's team not doing good. And They're pulling up all their pots. A lot, and of, like, a lot of zeros. He makes friends with, uh, what was the other boat? The Northwestern. The Northwestern. 
Sig Hansen, Captain. Edgar Hansen. Sig. Sig. Yeah. Uh, and they're like going to share information, which we'll we'll get to that later probably. And like and like Sig is one of the old timers. He's like first season, like he's been on the show forever kind of guy, right? So like this dude wants to. Oh, we'll get to Sig. Wants to <laughs> learn from the master, basically. Interesting. There's a captain change at some point. Uh, yeah, he's he's a captain the whole time. Uh, that's why I was confused. Uh, Wikipedia. Oh. My internet corner. Chris's internet corner, screwing everyone screwing over. Screwing everyone over. <laughs> and I guess at some point while they're trying to dump the a pot, somebody gets nailed in that. Somebody drops a chain on some dude's head. <laughs> like a huge metal chain. Like this like you look at it you see it initially i'm like oh man that's gotta hurt but it, it happened so quick that you're like did it really hurt and a dude just like didn't react like he just got hit in the back of the head with a 10 pound chain from 30 feet drop like from 30 he just feet. dropped it from right. a, like it's a deep drop yeah he's bleeding like he also, just, pretty well yeah yeah he's just like he's been doing this too long to be like oh, fuck man that hurts and, and the, gotta get the, the shit done the uh, the uh, captain's light is like hey you're right there and back there he's like yeah okay it's just leaking <laughs> yeah he's talking about his head yeah his, his head's I love that leaking. He's, he's like his rubbing leaking. his he's like rubbing his head like his hair to like see if he's bleeding he's trying to check and he's like looking at his head he's like Oh yeah, it's definitely leaking. <laughs> like it's that's insane. blood coming out of your head. Your head's leaking. Yeah, that was also the deck boss. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That dude got hit in the head on the first day. That can't be good. Can't get a concussion on the first day, guys. It's, it's he tough was road. definitely concussed. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know how much moment he, as he brings these pots in, he's got nothing. He's getting nothing. Uh, he's getting a lot of females, which you can't keep. And then, you know, eventually at the end of the episode via SIG, they find out that the what bait they were using had like a bunch of octopus in it, which apparently you can't catch cat crab with that. So like yeah. they've just been putting about a bunch well, of pots without with the wrong bait. Yeah. The wrong mix of bait, probably. So like like basically this season is like has ended up being an, a king crab only season because they shut down the fishing for the other stuff. It's like, um, I think Opelio crab, Ophelia, Opelio. I think it's Ophelia. Ophelia. Okay, I, I don't know about that, but but we we can check if you want. I mean, I'm it's, probably wrong, it's but that's what I heard. O p i l i o, Opelio crab. So. I think that basically they were loading up the bags with bait for Opelio crab instead of king crab. And then the dude's like, that's not the way and the king crab don't want that stuff. Yeah, they don't. And that's it. That's why he's not catching any crab. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. I don't know. I just knew that he had the wrong bait. I didn't understand what kind of bait he was going for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I know they said they were using squid and it was like for some other kind of fish and this other crab. He's like, that's just the wrong bait. So there you have it. Wrong Seems bait. like a real, real rookie mistake. Yeah. So like yeah. they were definitely the most interesting boat because it's just like this tweak dude. <laughs> Jake's <laughs> tweaking out all the time, and you're just concerned for his health every time he's on screen. Oh yeah. Like he's had too much coffee. He has no sleep. It's it's incredible. He's he's on a 25 year bender, <laughs> and yeah. to provide the saga segue. He tries to strike a partnership with Northwestern, as we've spoken to. Yeah. Yep. So let's, let's go into SIG in the Northwestern. What do we got? I don't really remember what happens with him. 
They're Captain like, Sig is an old timer of this show. Yeah. Back from the from the early days. Uh, so like the quick blurb on this one is like Sig basically uh, year over year always like leads the leaderboards and like catching the most crab runs the most efficient boat makes the most money. Northwestern has got like a pretty good rep uh, in terms of like the boat tiers in the in the show. And so like he's definitely revered as like one of the like top tier captains uh, in this bucket. The, the other thing that's kind of fun, quick caveat tangent uh, at the end of the season, I'll also do like a like a debrief with all the captains and I'll like reflect on like their season stuff and they all like go meet up at some bar in Alaska and like film this thing. So they're all just like drinking stuff and like all the other guys like, oh, like when Sig comes in, like, oh, Sig's here. Like you gotta, gotta watch out. Like, you know, he'll, he'll steal all the crabs from you. That kind of stuff. Oh, man. Um, so anyways, that's Sig. Uh, but yeah, he's got a pretty good rep, always successful and he runs a hundred and fifty something foot like Northwestern boat which is yeah i don't know there's not like a total bunch of save by like it's a good crew it's like clear that they know what they're doing they have some interesting traditions uh one of the ones which i liked that i was bummed they didn't show because i think it's kind of fun is so i think it's the northwestern it's possible it's one of the other ones but i'm pretty sure it's them where on the first pot when they're trying to catch it and they're throwing the hook they'll tend to take like a molotov cocktail out of it and like wrench a rag like light on fire and throw a flaming hook for the first one to like kick the season off, Ooh. which I think is kind of fun. I like That's that. cool. Uh, that is fun. Yeah. So I was bummed they didn't show it in this one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they do that. They, I think this was the same boat that like made the green horns or the deckhands that have just been hired. So fresh, um, like bite the head off of one of the bait fish, which is like a herring or something. Uh, and yeah, they like nuke it in the microwave. So it's super gross, but like they just have all these like traditions and stuff, which I guess you can do when, You've been a successful boat. Fun for fact: We do a that for years. new pod members as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the, this, it was it was definitely interesting to see that ship. Like it was a good contrast to the, the Saga ship, and like basically like no no real drama in the Northwestern yet. Like they show up. It seems like it's a very professionally run situation. Everyone knows what they're doing. The ship's not a shit show. They get out there. They're cr- they're catching shit tons of crab. Like I mean, it's a very well run operation. Yeah, and they were and they were fishing nearby Jake's boat, uh, the Saga, where they were catching nothing. Is the whole bait thing? So kind of closing the loop on that. Yeah. Uh, the thing that we skipped over though, which I just remembered, uh, so they kind of start to show off, and it's the relief captain in the in the bridge doing like a testimonial. To Chris's point, <laughs> uh, where he's kind of like saying, like, yeah, we haven't seen Sid. We don't know if he's going to be the captain. So in the last season, he has a heart attack, like while out at sea, gets like they, they get the boat in. He goes to the hospital. It's all kinds of badness. And so they kind of start the season off with like the question of like, is Sid going to be the captain of the ship? Is he going to stay home? Is he healthy enough? Uh, and then it finds out he's like in the truck with his wife, like debating, like, should, should I go? Should I stay? Uh, and his wife drops a bombshell, which is he's going to be a granddad. And like makes them contemplate for a little bit of like going out like for another for another ride. All right. That scene definitely puts you more in the reality show category. Than <laughs> oh, the yeah, for sure. That conversation definitely was staged then that way. 100%. Uh, so yeah. s- according to Wikipedia, Sig has been on every season of the show Ooh. and the spinoff shows. There's been a couple spinoff shows. He's been in all of them. He's the so I don't maker. think he would understand what to do with his life if he was not on this reality show. Like, not even the the fishing part. Like <laughs> Just being on the show. reality show part. Like, <laughs> if this show got canceled for whatever reason, I feel like Sig might give it up. Like, he's doing it for both, I think. So right point. now, Sid's got some money, but he's trying to get to that fuck you money. I yeah. don't understand. Like, he doesn't... He can't need this money anymore. Like... 
He's got a grandkid now. <laughs> He's not the one financially responsible for the grandkid. He's got to be looking out, though. I, I, so I feel like the other thing with this is like there seems to be a lot of family run kind of establishments in this in this industry where it's like, you know, you kind of work your way up. You start out, work your way through the deckhands and you maybe become like, you know, the relief captain. You finally make your cut. You got a shot at being captain. Hopefully it goes well. Then maybe after like 10, 20 years of being a really good captain, then maybe you save up enough money to be an owner. Yeah. Which takes us to Wild Bill. Wild Bill. And the wizard, I think it was. No, he was uh, the. I think it was the wizard. I think it was the wizard. Actually, no, Wild Bill was it, the. No, it wasn't the wizard. <sighs> no, it, was the, it was the. It was the Summer Bay. Oh, the Summer Bay. You're right, because he renamed the boat from some other name. Attitude. <laughs> something. Uh, attitude makes the attitude difference. makes the difference. Attitude makes the difference. Flip flops suck. You got to okay. explain the flip flops suck thing. <laughs> well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. So, so Wild Bill. Wild Bill buys his first boat yeah. for 500k. 500,000. Yeah, he's like, the only captain slash owner. Oh, are yeah. you sure? What well, I mean, yeah. like, are you saying like worldwide or just no, like on no, the show? In, in the show, yeah. Like the six yeah. Boats. Are you sure Sig isn't the owner of his boat? Sig might be. He's the only one that they've. C- Clearly, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing is, Sig's been on this thing for like 14 seasons. I'm not going to go over his backstory in like season 13. Mm. Yeah. So like, fair. He might be. I, I actually don't know. He's yeah. I is mean, he? that's the only one that I would probably yeah. say. Well, so when we get to the wizard, the wizard might be okay because that's like the I think father time, son time thing. bandit also might be the one that was stuck in Seattle. Ooh, yeah. No, he, Ooh, he, he was calling <laughs> the owner, wasn't he? He was calling his brother. The second phone call is his brother, but wasn't the first phone call to the owner? His first phone call was to the guy who. Okay, wrong story. We'll get to there. Wild yeah. Bill right now. Wild Bill and the Summer Bay. Uh, his yeah, main voyage really, as owner and captain. So five hundred k doesn't seem like a a lot of money for this kind of boat. I think some of somebody on the pod wanted to buy a boat when they heard this number. And start a business crabbing in Alaska. I was just saying, like, like I would, I would have thought that it would have cost a lot more than five hundred thousand dollars to get in this crabbing game. You're gonna I need more money than five hundred k. Like that's that just, just gets the, you the boat. boat. I don't know what it is, but the guy rolled up on the day and he said, "I've got five hundred thousand dollars invested in this." That's true. To be, I guess, to be fair, they didn't specify in the boat, but they yeah. he did say five hundred invested. What so so they, maybe maybe yeah. it's a partnership. Well, they threw out two numbers. They said the market was three hundred million. This season, but then they also said like a boat was going to get like two million. So like there was a quota for two million, I think, for the one boat. Yeah, so yes. and there's three hundred so- million is the overall market for cra- like cream crab. The the right. the value of Saga's quota was like two something million. So yeah. let's say the boat brings in two million. Yeah, maybe like investing like five hundred k is about. But is that for just per that season. season, or is that? Like how much of that is the cost of the boat versus just Don't how know. much? You That's need why to I'm sp- saying if I if we can get in for five hundred thousand dollars in this boat thing and it's gonna make two million dollars in the first season, no, probably it's not gonna make two. Like you've got to pay all those people. Sure, but like rev- revenue. revenue. That's okay. <laughs> we we haven't gotten to the profit margins yet. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> the profit margins are important, especially when some dude dies on your boat. Let's let's assume it. I think the margins are very high here because yet you have big fixed costs, but like I think your margins are very high. I mean, your margins right. are probably pretty good, but everyone on that boat also gets paid pretty well. Everyone yeah. gets a cut. You got to right? get paid. Yeah. Like 
I don't know the numbers. I'm just going to assume like the owner probably gets anywhere from like 25 to 40 something percent or maybe half. You think and so? then the rest goes to the crew. The captain gets the largest chunk and then down the rinks it goes. The owner definitely gets the most money. Oh, yeah. It's the owner's money on the line. The financer. Yeah. Right. Um, like it's their boat. Like if the boat sinks, it's their sh- it's their loss. They don't make the quota. It's their loss. Like they're putting up all the risk. So they definitely get the most money. I would assume. I don't know. I don't have any more data, so I don't know. But uh, I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> sent us an article. On yeah, the somebody sent <laughs> economics of crab fishing. Go. Uh, anyone? Ha- so does somebody want to go over this whole <laughs> flip-flops thing? Because I don't really remember the other boat that did this. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the other boat. Uh, which, yeah. Was it, it, was it the wizard? Uh, wait, hold on. Let me just close this out. <laughs> so his internet corner. From CNN.com of July 2012, crewmen can earn up to $15,000 per month or $20,000 to $50,000 per three-month season. Yeah. Um, That does not seem like enough money for me to do any of that. Most also work the spring snow crab fishery as well, and many crabbers clear six figures for the year. So let's call it hundred thousand dollars yeah. per crew member i mean I, I, people I, I, I definitely know. make good yeah, money especially living in like in alaska and like considering the cost and stuff there like that's why people do it I it's mean, like for it's three, decent money for what you're doing for three months work. i'd i'd want to i don't want to i don't want to have to work in the spring again yeah like, um sig by the way and wild bill reportedly both worth the cool three mil there you go all right uh, so what boat? I thought you were gonna find out the details on that that boat that did the secret op to put flip flop suck on Summer Bay. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter. That doesn't matter what the other boat is. Doesn't matter. So yeah, so somebody goes through and writes on Wild Bill's boat, flip flop suck. At the beginning of this episode, they're like dressed up in all black with black paint on their like face, like. They're out. They look like they're Navy SEALs about to do some sort of <laughs> secret op. That's like with like they just forgot their high tech shit. They're, they're going to get UBL. Why, this is why the show is a reality show because it's for entertaining purposes. <laughs> just documentaries are entertaining. That, definitely shenanigans like that. <laughs> I would yeah. say it's just because documentaries aren't like twenty some hours long is why you don't see that because. <laughs> Hey, watch that! Watch that Ken Burns baseball documentary. That thing's like twenty hours, and there's no jokes. Watch in that any Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no panning and zooming in this. <laughs> Not a documentary. Yeah. Uh, and I guess at the end of the episode, they run into each other again, and they call the Wild Bill and say, "Hey, looks like somebody wrote something on the back of your boat there." He was like, oh, I figured it was you because you spelled flip-flops wrong. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and it was like, it was yeah, it's F-L-O-O-P. And we're like, what? That's not a flip-floop? What? Yeah, flip-floops. <laughs> flip-floops? <laughs> it was spelled right. Oh, it definitely yeah. was spelled right. <laughs> like, I don't understand the comment or what was going on. I really question whether that captain doesn't truly know how to spell flip-flops and thinks it was spelled wrong. Or if he was just like, he doesn't even know what it says, but he was just messing with them and be like, yeah, you probably spelled it wrong or, you know, you know Ellie, I have no idea. Yeah. I really like to th- imagine, though, that he truly believes that you spell flip flops, F-L-O-O-P. <laughs> floops. Yes. Flip floops. Uh, does anyone remember how well he 
he did on his crabs. Oh yeah, he went to the old crabbing grounds and got Ooh, yeah. no crabs. Bubkis so there, there's basically jacked. this theory, like this theory among the the captains, some of the captains that because it's been an unseasonably hot year, they're going to go to deeper, colder waters that they don't usually fish in to try and catch this year. While Bill decides that he's just going to try to go to the same old places he's been going to. That does not work out for a while. Doesn't work great. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the episode, he still is too far east. Yeah. It seems like I, he, may, he, he might be retreating after like... I mean, he's definitely going to head west yeah. as the season goes on. I wish like, that more often they would like zoom out and show like a map that has all the boats on it. The thing is, is that I think that there's a lot of editing here that you just can't do that. Like they don't know where the boats yeah. are in relation to each other. Yeah, right. I guess that's true. Whereas right. like, but they're trying to tell a story like they are. So yeah. I don't know why they don't just make it up and be like, yeah, he's over here. He's over here. He's over yeah. here. You could definitely make it up and it wouldn't matter at all, but it would at least help you to be able to think about the show a little bit better. Maybe it's trying to prevent Harrison Hoffman from buying one of these boats and just going to these hey. places and like, oh, they were fishing here last time. We should probably where the fishing right now. You know? Trade like, secrets. Yeah, it's really <laughs> unclear the duration of time for this episode. I, I, I think it's been like a couple of days has gone by. At yeah. Sea. Well, like when they, when they pulled up the pots, they said that they're in for 36 hours. Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't know how long okay. it took them to get the pots out. I think it depends and, like, on the to boat, where they were. How, how far along in time they are. I mean, cause like when, when we saw Sig's boat, they had all their pots in the water in the, in the other, in the other saga dudes had most of them still on the boat. Like, I mean, it's definitely different. Yeah. yeah, well, one one is a really highly efficient yeah. pro crew, and the other <laughs> right. is a ragtag. Well, bunch saga. Of crew. So the Northwestern was like, "Oh, they got a bunch of crabs. Okay, well, let me just refill this with bait and put it back down." Oh yeah, because that, yeah. that's what you do when you get no crabs. Then you don't do that. So that's why. Yeah. Even though you know we think that they should have had crabs because they were in the right place, supposedly. Change that bait. Yeah. Uh. So then I guess we go to the wizard. Wizard. Uh, By the way, we should note multiple of these boats are based in Seattle, Washington. Woo woo. Yeah. So this was done by Keith Colburn, Including I believe, which was the dad, the father, son, which dad kicked him off the boat. And I don't really remember anything else about this dude. <laughs> To be at this boat, to be honest. Wizard. Oof. Well, yeah, they, they weren't heavily okay. featured. We're going to have to circle back on the. Okay. So. I'm going to go to the next boat, but there's going to be part of the wizard story that's going to be in this one. Okay. Let's talk about Time Bandit for a second. Time Bandit. Time Bandit, another Seattle boat, is stuck in Seattle in, in, the, in the shipyard yep. because they need a bunch of maintenance on the boat. There's a bunch of rust on the boat. They have to sandblast it off. They have to paint it, whatever, whatever. Turns out the guys that did the the sandblast and take the rust off, whatever, ever didn't do a good job and just paint over a bunch of the rust and the whatever. So there's a whole situation happening with these guys. And basically the situation is causing them to be delayed to get up to Alaska for the start of crab season. But Wizard, another Seattle boat, is basically count had, had left some part with them or in Seattle that they were counting on them to transport up to Alaska with them. And so they're kind of were, they were theoretically delaying Wizard, but then Wizard ended up going out anyway, so I'm not exactly sure how that got resolved. But They, they never cleared up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how important that part is. The coiler, they, I think it was. Coil, I have yeah, no idea how yeah. They must have is. found a new coiler or something. Or something, yeah. 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 It's weird, because I don't see the Time Bandit as listed as a fishing vessel. Do you know yeah, the well, captain's it was, name? 
dry docked. Oh, you know. mean like the ship just isn't referenced yeah. in? There's like a, the Brianna A. No, that's a different Yeah, that's a different one. one. And then there's the... It's definitely time. Is that... Is, are you looking at something for just this season? Because maybe they'd end up not going... Oh, this is season 14, so maybe Got they it. were only Maybe they didn't end up. Going maybe they didn't season. get it. Maybe they didn't make it to next. Spoiler season, alert! Might be a spoiler because we oh, did here it is. see a next oh. time on this season. Oh, Uh-oh. we definitely. Chris did. knows. I definitely know what happened. No, no, no. no. I don't know what happened. Is this, oh, okay. they were on seasons two through thirteen, so they weren't on. Season, oh, they were oh. on season fourteen. <laughs> is 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 is, four, oh, is fourteen the one we were just watching? We or watched thirteen. Thirteen. Fourteen wasn't on Hulu. So yeah, we, we know what happened. We know what happened. So there was a next time. Are this on this season of? Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't look good for one of the boats, but it was unclear which boat might be that boat. Oh, Seems like sorry about that. Maybe. Damn, that's rough. Man, if that boat did sink down, that sucks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the boat sinking is definitely not going to be good. Hopefully, hopefully everyone made out okay. Well, the thing like, is, that'd be terrible. So we didn't. We can get to this a little bit. We're like the Coast Guard is also in on the show. Like we see the scene where the Coast Guard goes in. And in this winter storm and picks up this dude that might be having a heart attack or not. And like, they're like drop down this like cage thing to he put, they put him in the cage and like this helicopter is like, you know, trying to keep with like 40 knots in like a regular position, which is not easy. And, but like this boat's not on the show. This is the only time we see that dude. This is the only time we've seen the coast guard really. And so, like, when we saw those scenes next time on, I thought it was just like, oh, the Coast Guard, like, is not like a boat on the show. Right, right. Is what I assumed. Yeah. The, the show definitely works with the Coast Guard. Like, no, it does. That's why I was like, when they said that, I just didn't, I didn't make the jump to the conclusion that one of the boats in the show got, like, sunk. Mm, His, yeah. So, I mean, show's called Deadliest Catch. Like, do we know if anybody's actually died in the show before? Ooh. Uh, I Googled it. Somebody died outside the show that was on the show. I don't think that unless, yeah, unless that it doesn't count. Fishing, I don't think it counts. But then I didn't really dig too deep. So did he get okay. eaten by a fish? He had like a heart attack. Yeah. There's a lot of heart attacks going on. <laughs> they Seems must like, not be eaten right on these. You know, that, that job is so stressful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, I don't think you're getting like generally you're not getting a lot of sleep on these things. Like they're working their asses off like around the clock. Yeah. Um, and (laughs) it's a quite different lifestyle in this show versus another show we watched, which was below deck. (laughs) I think somebody brought it up that these Uh, shows are very much opposites. (laughs) (laughs) One is like the luxury yacht lifestyle in the Mediterranean sea. The other is just catching crab in the dead of winter of Alaska. Yeah. I wouldn't describe these guys as looking healthy. Yeah. Any, there's some roughs dimension. Yeah. What if, the crew from below deck had to crew a crabbing vessel. <laughs> Not catching a lot of crab. I'll tell you that much. I, I think so. then I think you might actually have a lot of dead people. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, probably. Like, Definitely. it's legitimately well, a dangerous place to work. Is, is it's not like, like you just make they're it. They're going to have, they have this, these crabbing boats, though, right? They're not like going out with their They're not luxury, going out with the Mediterranean <laughs> yachting <laughs> ship. Because, yeah. like, like, if they're going out that luxury yacht, I don't think they're catching anything. Well, they don't have the very tooling on that boat. If, let, let's say they get set up with an actual crabbing boat. 
I think it'd, oh, it's so I think it'd be entertaining to watch, to be honest. Like that would be a reality show. They produced to be the captain of the Yanni thing, and then that's the new spinoff show. Oh, like they, oh, that's pretty good. They produced it. They like set up the people <laughs> and they set up the boat. That you know what would be a good reality show? The like survivor to be part of the crew that goes out on the boat. The America's s- next top crab fisherman. Yes. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> so you think you have what it takes to be a crabber? Exactly. <laughs> didn't we already didn't we already watch oh we didn't do top hooker yet. We have not done top hooker. <laughs> top we gotta hooker. do that one what? at some point though. <laughs> Is that a fishing or a prostitution show? <laughs> it's fishing, both. but it's great. It's both. <laughs> great title though. Fishing prostitutes. Uh all right. So let's go over the last boat, the Carnelia Marie. Yep. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. They didn't really talk about they that one. In this really sh- do too much. I don't think they even introed that. Wasn't boat in the that show. the boat that did the like black op? That could be. It could have been. Could be, yeah. They didn't I really talk about him though. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of the ones that still had zeros at the end of the show, like on the crab count and stuff. Like it didn't seem like they. I bet that like episode the next episode they'll probably like do more into that story. There is one detail of one boat. I think it was the wither, wizard. I'm not sure who had the blackout. The, that was wizard. That oh, was wizard. that was wizard. Yeah. 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 So they're in the middle of the water, right? So it's you're in the middle of nowhere, ostensibly, and the electricity just goes out. Like so, it's pitch black around you. You're in the water. It's probably twenty to fifty knot winds. Blackout. Uh, so like a siren starts going off on the boat. They go wake up the chief engineer. Unclear if he's the engineer or the chief engineer or dual. Yeah. Um, seems like it might be a engineer on the boat who's responsible for all the mechanical operations. Well, no, he's no, definitely no. chief. He's, he's definitely chief. There's definitely more oh, there's than one. There's more. Right. Okay. It's unclear if there's more, but he was definitely teed up as the chief. I'm sure there's yeah, more. There there's at be. least he at least has an assistant for or sure. like somebody that you would work up to be just in case. Like you you have redundancies on this thing. I'm unsure because in that situation, it'd be like, wake up the engineer. Yeah, no. No, no, no. In this when case, it was like, wake up the yeah. <laughs> When something this bad happens, you wake the chief engineer up. Right. No, it you wake up matter. everyone to go fix yeah, it. I'm, yeah, you wake up the other people too, but you don't give a fuck about them. You're like, give me the fucking chief. I want the best. I want the number one guy to fix this. But you would have shown the chief working with his team like, hey, go, go check that. Go check that. There were other people there. Like it, it, it kind of seemed like the chief woke up, looked at, looked at something and just kind of fonzed it and it just kind of started yeah. working again. Yeah, he definitely did. It, it seemed like there was just like an off switch that happened. Yeah. And like he flipped it on and they're like, I don't know. It was some <laughs> IT crowd type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think oh, that, they tried turning like, it off and on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the explanation was like, yeah, this this thing was like pushed down. I don't, I don't know what happened. It's like maybe somebody bumped it. <laughs> like, I <laughs> uh, couldn't tell you. If it happens again, I don't know. We'll do it again. Like, I don't like. It just seems like he didn't understand and felt so much like software development. Sometimes you're like, I don't know. It's we like fixed like, it. It's a complicated system. It's working right now. If it breaks again, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's definitely more than just one engineer on that boat it was unclear though uh this is like there's definitely parts to show you kind of wish they went into more technical detail in explaining it so it was like yeah this i think it was a charger they called it was turned off uh but the guy was sleeping so it's not like it was like turned off when the electricity went out 
or that's how they portrayed in the show. So I guess it was turned off some time ago. Well, it could have just been a piece, like a part of the engine was like turned off for some reason or other. Like, it's not like there's like an off switch that somebody accidentally hit. It was like part of the engine, like the knob was turned down for whatever reason. And it made the, like it made it turn off at some point. It doesn't have to be an immediate thing. I'll, Guys, I'll make a really crack this one. No, I'm no, not, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a mechanical boat engineer. <laughs> uh, so, right. so there is one yeah. quote I want to bring up before we end the minutiae. I have to get my phone up for a second. Uh, somebody said, nothing exciting, but better than a kick in the nuts when they got like one or two crabs or something. There you go. Well, that was a pretty funny. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, I was. I think it was Jake that said that, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, it was. Was no, it? It was. Uh, it was a young guy, the twenty-four-year-old. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't. I can't remember that guy's name. That's the. That's that. That's that's the boat that we didn't know the name of. The Carmen Maria. Whatever. It's, it's gotta be that boat. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, Harrison. Yes. Give me your ranking. Ooh. Um. I mean, I think this this is a top third show. I think it was really compelling. It was very well produced. Um, the characters were pretty unique and identifiable. But even though it's season thirteen, like I didn't feel like I was totally lost with like the history of the people or the relationships or anything. So uh, yeah, no, I definitely liked it. It's, it's definitely. I mean, like I've I've seen a handful of random episodes of the show here and there. Like I've never sat down and watched like a season of it, but. Uh yeah, definitely top third. It's a good show. James, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh yeah. Uh I will definitely put it in the top third. Uh I've as I kind of alluded to, um, I've seen a bunch of different episodes over time, sort of just randomly, like just flipping through channels or something. Uh and it's one of those shows that um somehow it it's it, it's interesting because there there's interesting stories that happen and particular episodes or seasons, but it always feels like you can kind of just jump in uh, and kind of just enjoy that episode as a one-off just as well. Um, I feel like the show does a really good job kind of, you know, setting up some of that story arc or just editing it down or what will you, what have you there. Um, And uh, yeah, I think you like, you get a pretty good, interesting look into this bizarre world of like crab fishing, which is incredibly dangerous and just impressive to me. So like, I don't know. It's like, it's part like kind of awe and like, I can't believe these guys are doing this incredibly hard thing. Uh, I think the production values like through the roof, like great job editing, like cinematography is excellent. I will say that the show over time has really improved that production. I don't remember drone footage in season one, but like their budget's definitely gotten good. So yeah, top third though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll throw it at the top. I can't really knock it for anything. So like, it's top of the top. I think so. Yeah, is I think it's got to be a first one. top of the top. This has to no, be your number one well, show. I think number the first one that I've given a one on the get go because I did come back and upgrade challenge. So this is number one and number two show for you overall. It it might be number one overall. I don't know. I'd have to go back and like look at some stats, uh, which maybe we'll do for the next reunion show. All right. Huh. But yeah, I mean, as of right now, like I definitely think it's like the first show I'll give an overall one to out of the gate. There All you right. go. Noah, give it to me. This show feels like in a different league compared <laughs> to the other reality shows where I'd say easily top of top for that reason. Uh, it's just, it's so well produced. It was an hour and a half. It went by pr- 
pretty quickly compared to the other shows. Uh, it's just like an it, it's a no brainer for me based on those reasons. Uh, I mean, but is it a reality show? No, <laughs> but is it a reality <laughs> show? I I've I'm debating a little bit here. I think it's on the edge, the middle, middle, top, top, middle, top of the bottom. It's <laughs> you said three very different things. There. I said middle of the top or top, top, middle or top of the bottom. <laughs> Whatever your James ranking is annoying me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> bottom of the top. You're right. Okay. That's bottom what I meant of the top. To say. Okay. Because uh, I, I do agree with you, kind of went by fast, but also I feel like it's it'll get old. Like I don't know how this gonna go on for twenty episodes. Like that seems like a lot. Like this episode was entertaining, but th- I feel like this is one of the most the most happens in this episode because they actually start and like they actually get into the fishing and it's two hours long, so like it really pulls you in. So for that reason, I'll put it at, you know, bottom of the top, but I really don't think I'm going to be watching any more of this. I don't really think it's it, it's going to hold my attention. Like it would be great as like two, three hour documentary and, you know, leave it at that and not, I don't need to watch hundreds of hours of this TV show that exists for some reason. But I could definitely see getting hooked on, like people getting hooked on it. This is a show you can put on in the background and let it run about five, six episodes, no problem. I feel. And like. then you're like, "What happened? Did anything <laughs> yeah, no, happen?" Yeah, and that's that is the reason. I mean, yeah. So, like, I, I guess this is the first unanimous top third in a while since the beginning of season three. Oh man, big time! Very good show. Yeah. I, I do have an important podcast question about the show, though, what? that I think we need to address, which is, would the show be better if everyone was naked? <laughs> death death uh, would be more dangerous. People dying, for sure. You know, crabs got claws. It's also really cold. It is. I think cold. I'm more worried about the cold Maybe than the crabs. Officially so. Like, the 2% of the time you're actually near crab, like, the... 0.1% of the time there's a crab near you <laughs> versus you're always near cold water. <laughs> cold, freezing water, and wind. Like, also, the characters on this show all kind of some interesting looks. Like, I don't know that, like, it, like I'm trying to think how to phrase it. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know, they're not your supermodel runway types on this show, <laughs> to say it as politely there's as I can. also no women on the show. There were definitely no women on the show. I do wonder if anyone has ever been. I don't. I can't recall. This is not an MTV show. Not an MTV show. It's kind not of the opposite a, of not the people a VH1 on TV. or a Wii <laughs> Network or Bravo or. I have a second question, which I'm just thinking on the spot here, which is: Would the cast of this show be good candidates for the challenge? No. Uh, do see tweak. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not I, like everybody. It's just like, you know, you pick like you do big brother stuff. You pick one or two and you bring them in. You know, I could see some of the deckhands being pretty good. They're doing extremely hard physical labor all the time. The like, problem is the deckhands aren't characters on the show. The only characters on the show are the captains. The captains, yeah. So it's the captains, the boats, and crab. Those are the, those are your characters. Do you think the boat could be on the show? <laughs> I mean, the, the, I, the feel like the, I feel like the boat is a is a character. Yeah. The boat's definitely a character. So is the sea. The sea is oh, definitely a the character. Sea. 
All right. I, I think, think the C would do on the challenge. I think for <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? That's been on like all the swimming challenges? <laughs> I mean, you're trying to tee up this, you know, transition to the challenge, but it's I think it's pretty late and I didn't watch the challenge, so I don't really want to oh, get into any challenge. We can do we can do a double next week. I have thoughts about this week that I want to talk about, but we can do a double next week. I mean, if you have some non-spoiler talk uh, about They're it, all spoilers. Okay, <laughs> let's just do a double next week. Okay, I'll watch okay. it. And if I didn't watch next week, I, I don't really care that much. It's also just kind of getting late. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, oh. you, can, can, I, can I give one, one plug? Sure. Comedians in cars. <laughs> Com- <laughs> I, I'm just saying... No, we're we're laughing because we've already plugged that show on the show. But yeah, but the, is the getting latest coffee. season is really good. By far, so much better mm-hmm. than the previous four. I believe it's the fifth season. Like the, the previous four were good. This season just knocks out of the park. It's the first Netflix produced one, which um, probably has something to do with it. Got that Netflix money. Yeah, that Netflix cash seems to really make it uh, go. Oh yeah, you know, puts it into drive. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at <laughs> with the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Uber the Sun. Please email us questions and suggestions and what you think reality shows are at Uber the Sun at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.